Welcome to another special edition of The Exchange presented by Confederation Group. I'm Sam McPhail and we are continuing our uh, COVID-19 series, um, kind of getting the, the uh, insights from community and industry leaders alike to kind of get their uh, thoughts and aspects of, of what's going on in the markets, what's going on in the communities, and what uh, their organizations are doing to ensure the safety of our public. Earlier today, I was joined by co-host uh, Blake Doyle, along with the Corporate Secretary and Communications Officer for ADL, Jamie McPhail, um, to kind of get uh, his sense of what ADL is doing, what the farmers are doing to ensure goods get to market, um, and also ensuring the safety of uh, all their staff uh, throughout Amalgamated Dairies Limited. So it was great to have Jamie on. Um, he was actually on Ocean 100 last week, um, to, and kind of doing the same thing, kind of giving an insight from uh, ADL's perspective. Jamie's actually a cousin of mine, um, and I, as I say, he was he uh, tuned in from his satellite office in downtown Argyle Shore, um, a lovely spot on the South Shore, and it was it was great as always to have a chat with Jamie and with Blake uh, to kind of get a little bit more uh, sense of positivity for what what's going on um, in the business world on PEI. So without further ado, I'll transfer it over to our interview with Mr. McPhail, and I uh, hope you enjoy. We are here today with Jamie McPhail. Um, he's the Corporate Secretary and Communications Officer with uh, Amalgamated Dairies Limited in Summerside PEI um, to kind of get a sense on the dairy industry and what's going on over the past couple weeks in terms of COVID-19. Welcome today, Jamie. Oh, thanks for uh, having me on the show and uh, thanks for this uh, opportunity to uh, give an update to uh, Islanders and your followers on what the impact of COVID-19 said on the dairy industry, uh, our staff, and where I kind of see things over the next couple months uh, going to. Maybe I can jump in, I guess. Uh, thanks very much, Jamie. Um, I know as a young kid, I used to live, uh, my parents, grandparents are from up west, and I'd always take the pails of uh, milk and cream, not uh, separate it into the uh, ADL separation facility, I think, in Elderry. So it's a pretty substantial employer. It's got a big impact for the island. What's happening in your facility? Um, clearly, the, the cows are still being milked. It's probably difficult to get product to market. How are, how is ADL adapting to this? Yeah. So uh, what many don't realize is that ADL does now have 300 employees uh, over five facilities across PEI, um, and is a cooperative that it's owned by 160 uh, PEI dairy farmers. So every dairy farmer is a member owner of ADL. Um, obviously, our industry is like no one different than any other. In, across PEI in Canada and the globe. Uh, it's been impacted by COVID-19, will continue to be impacted. But as an essential service in the food supply chain, uh, we play a critical role uh, in ADL staff, right from our uh, producer owners, right through to our production staff, uh, our delivery uh, staff, and obviously our merchandisers have all risen to the challenge. Uh, there's been changes in what products are in demand. Uh, obviously food service taking a big hit, but. Retail sales are, are strong and, and our, our staff deserve a lot of credit and uh, recognition, I guess, for the role that they play and will continue to play in the months ahead as we navigate through this crisis. And what, like, are you getting much feedback from the farmers themselves? What are they saying in regards to the whole scenario? Well, I think uh, the interesting thing for the farm level is that whether it's a, a pandemic or a hurricane or a nice hot sun, summer day, the producers have to milk their cows at least twice a day. Um, they've been through challenges before, they're a perseverant group, um, but obviously they do have fear. Uh, they're seeing uh, 
the market shift a bit. Uh, there's been some milk dumped uh, in central Canada, which is causing a bit of fear. I'm happy to report to date, we haven't had to dump milk on PEI. Um, but obviously, as supply managed system, we need to adjust to what the market is demanding. Uh, and the, the leaders in the dairy industry in Canada are, are dealing with that challenge uh, on a daily basis. It's good. It is a critical service. I know uh, we drink a lot of milk, a lot of ADL milk in this house. So we're glad that the supply hasn't been interrupted. What do you see coming out of this? And I guess another question, you know, you, you're pretty diversified. You make cheese and a lot of different products. Um, is there any other elements of the milk product that can be extracted and stored? Have you looked at anything beyond just production of ice cream and milk and cheese and cream? Um, because there may come a point where you just can't use all the product that's being produced and great that you haven't had to dump anything yet, some places have. Is there any other value add longer term play that this product might have? Yeah, I guess uh, on that question, uh, a great question. Um, product diversity and innovation is something that is ongoing for ADL. Uh, just in 2019, we released four new products into the marketplace. Uh, maple sweetened condensed milk, a cube feta. Um, uh, Maple de Leche, uh, working with a chef out of Quebec. So we're always looking at new products. Uh, and, and obviously, uh, Blake, I think what this crisis is showing is not necessarily maybe a diverse range of products, but the importance of people buying local uh, and having product on the shelf that uh, they would otherwise may have ventured over uh, and didn't realize the necessity of it or didn't realize how much they were actually consuming of the product at the food service level. So um, I think from this crisis, obviously, our, our innovation and uh, Product development will continue. Uh, it might be enhanced as we see where the trends go in the retail market. Um, I think it's going to take months, if not years, for the economy, the economy to come back to where it was. People probably will remain eating at home more, uh, even when we come out of this crisis. So obviously, as a, as a food processor, we're always looking at diversity and innovation to ensure we're meeting the market demand. And I know in terms of production staff, nothing really has much has changed, but in terms of the uh, kind of executive level or the management, um, have you guys kind of, even though working from home, everything's kind of been full steam ahead in terms of uh, operations? Yeah, so I guess I'll start with our production staff. We Things haven't changed per se. However, we've taken a number of measures to mitigate risk and protect our staff and following the advice from the chief public health officer. Um, we've done our best to uh, segregate crews um, we've separated the distance between employees on the production floor and like all other processors, this does have an impact on volumes that we're putting into the door each day. Obviously we can't go at full capacity because we're trying to do our best to mitigate risk. And we've also introduced a screening process for when employees arrive to work, um, all production staff and, uh, admin staff get screened to ensure that they're not showing any signs daily, uh, of, of the COVID-19 virus. On the administrative side, we've done our very best um, to have as many employees working from home that can. Obviously, our plants are up and running uh, daily, uh, long hours, and we're trying to make sure products on the shelf. So there are some staff that are required to be at work, but again, they're being segregated, having their own offices, um, and staff are not interacting with each other. So um, yeah, we're doing everything we can to mitigate the risk, but again, as an essential service, we can't simply all, uh, all work from home. Right, and you're and you're a new you're a new dad, um, and you live in a pretty uh, urban area, downtown Argyle Shore. Um, in terms of, uh, I guess, from a community perspective, how have you realized uh, maybe your neighbors' social distancing and ad adhering to what the chief public health officer has been saying? Yeah, it's 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 absolutely uh, astonishing uh, to live in a in a community that uh, 
or neighbors visit neighbors and family visits family very often and frequently. I never thought in my lifetime I'd see uh, not only rural PEI shut down, but Sydney shut down. Um, and it's uh, there's some elements of this I see very positive. Uh, spending more time with family, uh, again, eating more quality food at home, um, and finding ways to interact with, uh, with colleagues and people from across the country via technology. I think a lot of ways how we interact with each other are going to change following this, including both personal and business. Uh, what do you think, uh, Jamie, coming out of this? So um, I actually listened to an economist today that said, this isn't as relevant to your business, but it'll affect it. This could be the deepest recession since post-war era. And it could be a couple of years before we resume to any kind of normal sort of functioning economy. Um, you've diversified, you've, people are working from home, you've adapted very well. Can this um, process continue? Like is ADL equipped to kind of continue the production, manage the staff lines, uh, keep people working from home? If this were to you know, persist well past the summer, is it something that's, is it a risk to the food security of Yeah, I think, uh, I, I, again, a great question. Um, obviously, we've taken uh, extreme measures on the uh, IT security side of things to protect the staff that are working from home. Um, our key production staff are, are going to work, our quality control staff are going to work, our lab staff, our production staff, and obviously our uh, merchandisers um, and drivers. So a vast majority of ADL staff are having to go to work just through the necessity and role that they play. Uh, the staff that are working from home, there's been increased IT measures taken to ensure that, that our systems are protected. Um, but obviously that's a evolving uh, issue and uh, we'll be always reevaluating it uh, on a weekly basis to ensure that we are protected and mitigating all risks. Uh, we appreciate uh, all the insight you're giving. Um, you're a pretty popular fellow. You're on Ocean 100 already, uh, I guess, last week, but you're, you're well sought after. Do you have any other media requests coming up? I don't know. Fox News is trying to get a hold of me, but uh, I don't, I'd hate to tell them the truth. It's fair, fair enough. Uh, any other questions you had, Blake? Just in general, I guess, you know, I, I'm really, uh, you touched on it a bit earlier, Jamie, as far as supporting local. And um, maybe you could just refresh how many local producers there are, you know, the scale of ADL and, and uh, when you're making your choices at the grocery store, which is really the only option people have, there's very little uh, commercial trade. Um, you know, what's the diversity of products that are locally produced that people should be considering when making a, a purchase? Yeah, um, appreciate that, Blake. And obviously buying local um, has mattered ADL long before the, long before the crisis. And I'll speak of local in terms of uh, Canadian. Uh, I think we need to look beyond just our border here on PEI and make sure we're supporting Canadian. 90% um, of the products we process at ADL leave PEI. Um, they all carry the Blue Cow logo, which certifies that they're made with 100% PEI and Canadian milk. Um, but obviously, I, I encourage uh, consumers, uh, not just in the dairy sector, but uh, all, all sectors, uh, to do whatever they can to support their local business. Uh, you, those folks are your neighbors. Uh, particularly a lot of them are small businesses uh, and they're going to need all the support that they can get both through this crisis and in the in, in, in after um, and again I think you're going to see a real change in focus in terms of globalization and how people do business I think local is going to matter in a, in a big way and there's going to be a major push uh, to, to do local so we're proud to be a local company uh, we appreciate the support of Islanders through this and always and uh, we'll do continue to do everything we can for the community to ensure that we can make this out of this stronger than ever 
Well, we certainly appreciate your time today. Um, hopefully in the near future, we can have an ice cold glass of milk together sometime. Um, <laughs> there you go. Cheers to that. Uh, if, for those who can't see, it's Jamie holding up some chocolate milk. Um, but yeah, we won't keep you much longer. Um, we, we appreciate your time again, and we appreciate what ADL is doing to uh, kind of keep the economy going um, in terms of our dairy farmers and our local, local economy. Um, so we thank oh. you very much for coming on. Thank you very much, Sam. I just want to end on one, uh, one last note again, thanking our staff at ADL for everything they do um, and retail staff, whether that be grocery store, delivery drivers, hospital workers, first responders. A wave or a nod uh, is very much appreciated and we need to make sure we're recognizing these critical folks at this time. All right, Alan. Thank you very much. Thank you. There you have it, uh, interview with Jamie McPhail of Amalgamated Dairies Limited. Uh, we, and again, we appreciate Jamie for his time to come on and give us a little chat um, and to kind of get his sense of uh, what's going on with in regards to COVID-19 from the dairy industry, from what ADL and its staff are doing, um, and just kind of a positive outlook moving forward. And uh, the reassurance that our, our goods, uh, in, in this case milk um, and cheese and ice cream, are continually being uh, brought to market by the uh, strength of our farmers because no matter what the weather or what's going on in the world they have to milk cows twice a day and there will always be milk to be produced. Um, so this has been another special edition of The Exchange presented by Confederation Group. I'm Sam McPhail and we will see you next time. <laughs>